You're watching K34QB, Vail, Colorado. Good morning, everyone, and thank you so much for tuning in to TV8's Good Morning Vale for this Tuesday, April 18th edition. This is a live shot of the covered bridge and right underneath the covered bridge first thing this morning, and this is such a beautiful place to be. Now you can see that river is nice and flowing. We are expecting to see that get pretty intense throughout the course of the spring and summer, and especially because we're going to have such a great water runoff year just because we've had such a great snowpack. I'm one of your in-studio hosts today, Maddie Evans, and we've got the wonderful Mark Mark Sassy out and about, and that was actually a live shot from where he is first thing this morning. And so we'll check in with him in just a little bit. We've got a great show in store for you for the next two hours of Good Morning Vale. And we love getting to be here for you each and every morning, kicking off at 7 a.m. and staying until 9 a.m. to just bring you a lot of fun and a lot of wonderful things that are taking place in and around our community. Now, speaking of things that are taking place in and around our community, if you're looking to get out and participate in some great events later, this afternoon and this morning, well then there's a lot of things for you to do. So if you're someone who has the little ones at home, well then you can make your way over to the Eagle Valley Library District for story time. Now they've got story times at the Eagle, Avon, and Gypsum Public Libraries. You can go online to their website at evld.org. That way you can see what story time works best for you. They've got a lapsit story time, they've got a toddler story time, they've got a preschool story time, they've got a family story time, and they have a bilingual story time. So they've got story times to really accommodate everyone here in our community and especially for those little ones and their early learning literacy skills. So make sure that you check out the Eagle Valley Library District. Now, if you're looking for something maybe as a solo activity to do this morning, maybe get yourself grounded just a little bit, well then you can make your way over to Anahata Yoga where you will be able to do a donation-based meditation. And what takes place with this donation-based meditation is it's a guided meditation that will go on for 30 minutes. And so you'll get to go, you'll get to relax a little bit, and you'll get to find your center. But it is donation-based, so all of the proceeds from this go to the Heart Foundation. And what the Heart Foundation does is it helps provide yoga to those who might not have access to it. And so this is just a great way to get involved and also a great way to just give yourself that little bit of grounding first thing this morning. Now, you can also check out a training that's taking place up at All Points North Lodge, and this is a really cool training that they're doing. It's to help prevent suicide. That way, you can be a better listener, and you can be there for the wonderful people in our community. Now, this is question per se persuade and refer QPR and so this is a great way to just get up there and check this out it is a free event you do have to go online to register though and then that way you can participate in it and they do such a good job here of doing these community-based activities where you can 
better yourself, to help our community. Just show your support a little bit more, and so you can always check that out. And that's on the Eventbrite Vale website. Ooh, that's a tongue twister first thing in the morning. Now, if you're looking for something else to do a little bit later, maybe you want to bring out your creative side. Well, then there's a creative writing class that's free to the public at the Avon Public Library, and that's taking place tonight. So again, you can go to evld.org. That way you can see all of the wonderful events and activities. This is going to kick off at 5.30 p.m. It's going to go until 7.30, and it's just a cool way to get out there and maybe start to express yourself in kind of a different light. And especially because we always have Carrie Maywack from the Eagle Valley Library District in the studio with us, and they're doing such a good job at producing so many incredible events for you to get out there and enjoy. So we highly recommend that you check those out. Now, one other thing that you can get out there and do tonight is bingo night over at Chasing Rabbits. And this is a ton of fun if you love the game, you love to have some fancy cocktails with your friends, hang out, and just enjoy everything that's happening around you. Now, it is taking place in the rabbit hole, which is their arcade section of their fabulous facility. This is free to the public, and then they've got food and drinks for you. It starts at 6 p.m., and it goes until 8 p.m. So if you're looking for something fun to do, well, then we highly recommend that you check out Chasing Rabbits Bingo Night. Now something else that's really great in our community is we've got a lot of bread and so we're going to do a nice little bread talk first thing this morning. We love delicious bread, we love things that are homemade, and we love when they're made with love. And Amaza Bread does just that. So for the bread of the day that you can get your hands on, it is a delicious seeded rye bread. Now, we want to thank Amaza Bread for making the of course, this incredible, delicious loaf of seeded rye bread. But if you would like to get your hands on this delicious loaf of bread, well, then you should check out Nap Harvest down in Eagle because that's where you're going to find it. Now, we're going to see that one more time so you know exactly where you can find the bread. And then we're going to take it to Mark. We're going to check in with Mark in just a little bit, but we are going to take a look at that local weather forecast for today. We are expecting to see those temperatures progressively warm up. 41 degrees around 8 a.m., a high of 57 degrees. Partly cloudy with some strong wind gusts coming through. Now we are expecting to see winds come out of the southwest at 20 to 30 miles an hour. This wind is going to settle in later into the afternoon around lunchtime. So as you're making your way out there, it's really important that you are prepared for those strong gusts. It is going to make that 57 degrees feel quite a bit cooler than it actually is. Now, as we take a look at Vail by the hour, we are expecting to see that weather change just a little bit, a little bit of cloud coverage first thing this morning, mostly sunny skies around that 12 o'clock hour, and then we will see that partly cloudy skies and that nice wind chill coming through into the afternoon. Mostly cloudy skies as we approach this evening because we are expecting to see those insane storm fronts that we have coming our way start to develop. Now, if you are making your way down to Denver today, 76 degrees, 57 in Vail, 60 in Avon, 60 
65 in Eagle. And so as you're traveling along that I-70 corridor, just keep that wind gust in mind only because it can make some of those areas, maybe like Vail Pass, a little bit scary along Eisenhower Tunnel. As we take a look at Vail overnight tonight, temperatures are cooling down. 24 degrees is our overnight low. 40% chance of snowfall that sun setting later and later by the day. Now, as we take a look ahead into the next five days, Wednesday, 60% chance of snow showers. 40 degrees is our high. Temperatures cooling down by Thursday. 34 degrees, scattered snow, 50% chance of precipitation. Overcast skies on Friday with a 40% chance of moisture. 35 degrees, temperatures slowly progressively warming up by Saturday with a high of 42 degrees and a 20% chance of precipitation. Mostly sunny skies on Sunday with a high of 51 degrees. So if you are getting out there, just make sure that you're nice and prepared for kind of this shift in the weather that we are expecting to see. Now we're going to go check in with Mark real quick. This resort report is brought to you by Sun and Ski Sports, your new mountain sports headquarters. Hey guys, welcome back. I had a little uh, technical difficulty there. I was going to do that weather, but uh, we're down here on Gore Creek uh, right at the Cover Bridge. As you can see, uh, we got Vail Mountain behind us. Obviously, Vail Mountain now is the sole survivor of our 2022-2023 ski and snowboard season. So we've had Beaver Creek closed just the other day, Arrowhead closed a little over a week ago. We've got a handful of days left up on Vail Mountain before they shut down. Let's talk about what's happening for, uh, for our snowpack and everything. There's no new snow as of today. There's new snow in the forecast. We've got a great base out there still. Weather is continuing to cooperate, believe it or not. And as, and as you heard from Maddie, it's gonna be a, another turn of events coming our way here real soon. So we're gonna see all these numbers increase once again. Now, obviously limited trail options, Blue Sky Basin is closed. Um, plenty of terrain out there. I had a guy tell me yesterday that he went and skied in the morning and it was some of the best spring skiing he's ever seen up on Vail Mountain in recent history. So uh, well worth getting out there to take advantage of the last handful of days. Vail will close for good on the 23rd, which is this coming Sunday. And then um, we'll kind of shift gears and start making way for springtime, summertime, and a lot of other activities. All right, so we're going to take a quick break from our Tuesday edition of Good Morning Vale. Then I've got uh, some fishing information for you all and more of our two hour show with Maddie in the studio. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Good Morning Vale. Something that we love to do every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday is bring you scoreboard updates where we let you know what's taking place with our incredible local athletes at the high school level. Now, we've got a great sports team that goes out and they make sure that they're seeing these athletes perform at their best at some of their games and then bringing you the opportunity to get to watch it. And so we're going to introduce you to the scoreboard right now. This is the scoreboard and I'm Ben Roof and we're here out at Eagle Valley on a beautiful Saturday morning for the Eagle Valley versus Battle Mountain varsity baseball game. Game is already underway. We're going to catch some highlights and maybe talk to some players after the game. Hope you'll stick with us. We are here in the scoreboard with PJ, the first baseman of the Eagle Valley varsity baseball team and you guys just beat Battle Mountain. How's it feel? Feels great, man. How do you feel like you played? Uh, I hit pretty good. I had, I think I had maybe one error at first, but we bounced back and got the dub. 
So, as you guys were preparing for this big rivalry game, what were you thinking in practice, kind of moving up and getting ready for today? Uh, you know, we were working, we were expecting to face Cooper, so we were working on our hitting, T-drills, stuff like that. Um, yeah, I mean, Cooper's a good pitcher, and we just came out ready to, ready to face him. Do you guys face an 80-mile-an-hour pitch all that often in the varsity league out here? Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, uh, our last game two days ago, or yeah, two or three days ago against Delta, we had a kid throwing low 80s. So it's not something we're not, it's not foreign, you know. But it you know, happens now and then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So when you finish with this game, looking forward to the rest of the week and what you got coming up, what are you looking forward to the most? And what do you think the biggest challenge is going to be coming up this week? Um, yeah, the next coming games, we kind of just need to take the Ws that we can, you know, play our best because if we need, we our, one of our goals this year is to win conference and go to playoffs. And I, de I definitely, one of our biggest challenges is going to be Palisade, and that's what we really want to. When you play in Palisade? Uh, on our senior night, it's our, it's a double header. So our last, it's like our last doubleheader. Not our last doubleheader, our last home game. Gotcha. Yeah. And what are you? I'm a senior. Senior? Yeah. So you've only got a couple months left in school. Yeah. What are you thinking moving on beyond school? Uh, I think I'm going to MSU in Bozeman and I might try to play club ball there. Awesome. Awesome. Well, PJ, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us and look forward to your next game. All right. Thank you. We are here in the scoreboard with Patrick, the pitcher for the Eagle Valley varsity baseball team. And you just finished off Battle Mountain. How does it feel to beat Big Rival? Feels pretty good. Um, feels awesome. I beat in Valley Rivals. The huge crowd today. Does that feel like there was any extra pressure there with all the people in the stands and the parking lot full? A little bit. It, of course, you see them looking towards home. You see everybody. and. Bigger crowd than I'm used to, but. Well, so you got a big game coming up too against Palisade here at the end of the week, right? Uh, Grand Junction Central. Grand Palisade's Junction, last. Palisade's last game yeah. of the season. Yep. Awesome, so Grand Junction Central, what are you looking forward to preparing in the week up against Grand Junction? Well, looking to work on our hitting. It was pretty good today, but could we polish it up and our defense could definitely use a little bit of polish, but. And what about yourself? Is there anything that you think you could have either improved on or anything that you really did well today? I feel like it did a good job pitching, did a good job getting on base, but could work on putting the ball in play just a little more. Totally makes sense. How do you feel like the rest of the team played? I mean, obviously, win. Yeah. Win did well, but how do you feel? feel pretty good. I think the team did awesome. Other than a couple errors in the field, we hit really well, fielded really well, and yeah. So another question for you is, you know, there's a lot of scoring in the first two innings and then pretty much nothing going on after that. Do you think there was anything that you guys really did to kind of help step up that defense? Yeah, we got together as a team and talked a little bit, talked about polishing it up, making making better plays, smarter plays, and paid off. Awesome. Well, Patrick, one more time, and thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us, and best of luck in Grand Junction Central. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you, dude. Well, that's it for us here at the Eagle Valley Varsity Baseball game against Battle Mountain with a final score of 7-5 to five with an Eagle Valley victory. I want to say thank you so much to PJ and Patrick for taking the time to talk to us at the end of the game. Now that's all the time we have for today's update. Don't forget to catch us here next time on The Scoreboard.
guys, welcome back to Good Morning Vale, our Tuesday edition. Sitting down here on Gore Creek, covered bridge right behind us. Uh, vale Mountain proper open for another five, six days. They close on the 23rd. A lot of snow up on top of that hill this year that has to end up right here in our local rivers. A uh, quick little fishing report for you to let you know what's happening with the rivers right now. Gore Creek, um, I'm sure you can tell from the camera shot, it's, it's pretty cloudy, but the flows are pretty low. Uh, I think right about now it's about 67 cubic feet per second. A cubic foot is about the size of a basketball. Uh, we'll see this river get up to, you know, five, six, maybe 700 cubic feet per second by the time all the snow really starts to come down. Uh, but it's definitely going to change the whole dynamic of the watersheds locally, uh, temporarily also. So keep that in mind if you are getting into kayaking or doing any of these water sports. And when that snow melts and those river levels come up, that water temperature gets very cold because it's freshly melted snow gets real dirty and real big. So it is dangerous, so be advised on that. Uh, I wanna show you a map about our snowpack. This is our Snowtel um, snow water pack. You can see what, our, what we have going on around the state of Colorado. And we are in that kind of that, that light green color, the upper Colorado headwaters. That's where we are. That's where we judge our river sheds and our water access off of. And we're at about 125% of the normal. So that's spectacular. I mean, if you look around the entire state, the dark blue down towards Gunnison and even further down towards San Juan, the San Juan Mountains, 181% of normal. So we've got a spectacular snowpack around the state right now because of all the snow that we've seen. Now, the next map I want to show you is our snow water equivalent. And this is another graph um, brought to us by the USDA. And if you look at... Uh, that black line you can see in the middle, that is the way that we are trending. That is our 2023 um, stat line. And you can see that if you look at that X below, the green X, that's the median peak. So we are about 116% above the median peak. And then that green line right below it, that is the actual median. And we're 128% above that. So things are shaping up to be a great summer for water access and also for wildfire mitigation because of safety because of lots of moisture but we also have to see once again more moisture throughout the summertime like we saw last year i want to show you a graph now about uh the flows on the eagle river and this is going to be right around avon just to the west of the tv8 studios and uh, this is the eagle river now gore creek right here flows into the eagle river just below dow junction and that increases the cubic feet per second but right now we're seeing the eagle holding it about a uh, little over 300. We saw it peak out recently the other day on the 13th, a little over 400. I've seen this watershed in years past get up over 3,000 cubic feet per second. So depending upon how hot it gets and how long it stays that hot is going to dictate how fast the snow comes off the mountains. Uh, but we've seen a Tremendous amount of snow this winter. There's more snow over the next couple of days. So uh, we are going to see this shift. And with these cooler temperatures we have right now, it's keeping the water flows down a little bit because the snow is not melting because it's cooler out. Um, and that makes for some pretty good fly fishing and some other boating activities also. Rafting on the Colorado, the Roaring Fork. Uh, you could actually do some rafting on the Lower Eagle. But 
it is dirty, so keep that in mind if you're going to get out there and play a little bit. But the fish will eat, so keep that in mind, too. Come swing by Minturn Anglers and give me a shout. All right, we're going to shift gears a little bit. Uh, we have Tracy Miller, who's one of our um, OG hosts from the old TV8 Times, and she spent a lot of time in the kitchen. She's a professional chef, and she spends time in the studio preparing some foods that incorporate vegetables and fruit with every meal. And one of her most recent, I think, uh, menu options was a, a chicken dish. Let's take a look at Tracy with Colorful Cooking in the kitchen at the studio. You're watching Colorful Cooking with Tracy Miller. I'm a huge fan of chicken, actually. That's about my favorite protein, and I eat it most of the time. So what we're going to do is super season it, like lots of salt and pepper over every little part of your chicken breast. We're going to put a little bit of olive oil in the pan, coat it. I have my oven at 350 degrees and I'm going to turn this up a little tiny bit because I turned it down, you know, because of that whole summertime heat thing. And what you what happens when you have your hot pan, you put two cold chicken breasts in it, the pan automatically gets a little bit cooler. So crank it up a little bit when you're about to put your chicken in. We're going to put that raw chicken breast right in there. You can kind of hear the sizzle. I wish we had a little more sizzle, but that was my fault. I was just talking too much. Okay, so there we go. We have the chicken seasoned on one side, but with every good protein, you need to season it on every single side. Now, I'm pretty, um, I'm pretty specific about my seasoning. I like every single bite to have a little salt and pepper. Okay, I'm gonna crank it up a little bit. We're gonna sear each side of the chicken and then we're gonna put it in the oven at 350 degrees. This is a method that you can do on the grill as well. So if you're grilling and you have your grill really hot, fiery hot, you put your chicken on, you sear it up, you flip your chicken over and you sear it up again. Then you can either put it in a cast iron pan or a baking sheet and finish it in the oven. This is a trick a lot of chefs use when they're mass producing. Like if I'm cooking filet mignon for 20 people, I will sear it up and then I'll let it cool and then I'll pop it in the oven right before it's time to eat for about 15 minutes and it gets to a perfect medium rare temperature. So this is a nice method. Okay, so you wanna get a nice sear, a nice color on both sides of your chicken breast. And then we're gonna let that sear up for a few more minutes. I'm going to pop it in the oven. And then what we're gonna do is we're gonna get our Colorado sweet corn out. I just actually cleaned all this corn up. Look at all that stuff hanging off of there. You wanna cook it pretty quickly and then you wanna cool it down for this salad. So what I'm going to do is pop this chicken in the oven at 350 degrees and we're gonna finish baking it that way. So it's kinda of off the stove. It's going to cook to perfection, and then we're going to have a nice uh, chicken breast, lean and delicious, that we can enjoy. So I'm going to put this in the oven. We're going to take a quick break. When we return, corn salad is on its way. Welcome back to Colorful Cooking. I am Tracy Miller, and we've got some chicken in the oven, and we're also making a corn salad today. It's a really nice, light summertime dinner. To complete the meal, first of all, we have our fresh corn, which here in Colorado, we've got some good corn. So I'm just going to pop that in the boiling water and I'm literally going to boil that for probably about two or three minutes. Everybody overcooks their corn. You don't need to cook corn very long to keep that nice little pop that corn has. I also have some fingerling potatoes, which 
I am a huge potato fan. They fill me up. They're pretty basic and easy to make. So what I've done is I've boiled the potatoes in water and then I've sliced them. Now I have some olive oil in my pan and I'm just going to fry them up just a little bit. You can also bake them in the oven if you want to. That just gives them a little bit of a crispiness that's going to make them really delicious and decadent. And of course we are going to season these with a lot of salt and pepper. And veggies are so good and healthy for you. They have a lot of water in them, but they also need a lot of seasoning. So we're going to get those kind of flat on the pan. Notice how I have them spread out. Whenever you're cooking anything in your pan, you want to spread it out. Give everything a lot of space to get the heat around. That's, that's the same if you're doing something in the oven, if you're doing something on a baking sheet. Don't clump it all together. Give it some space so that everything can get some heat around it and it can all get nice and crispy and cook really well. So what I have is parsley and cilantro right here. And I forgot my brand new knife, so I have to use a knife here in the kitchen. But I'm just going to try to mince this up really nicely. Not sure my knife is going to cooperate with that because, you know, the sharper knife you have, the better off that's going to be. But we're going to just do some parsley and some cilantro mixed together. I'm going to do a lot of salt and pepper, some red wine vinegar. This is what makes it really fun and fresh. And look at how low calorie this is going to be too. So it's going to give you some good flavor on that chicken breast, but it's not going to cost you a lot of calories. Um, we're also going to add a little bit of olive oil to it. And this depends on what, how much you like olive oil. Add the extra virgin olive oil if you really like the flavor. Add a lighter olive oil if you don't want quite as much olive oil flavor to it. So we're just going to let that sit and kind of absorb all those flavors get that red wine vinegar. I can smell that vinegar and it smells really good. I'm gonna actually add a few more herbs to the top of that. And then we're just gonna let this sit and relax. And you don't have to, you don't have to let it sit and relax for too long. I would say like 10 or 15 minutes. It's kind of one of those things that you wanna make right around go time and you wanna be able to serve it fresh because that's what it is, it's really fresh. So we've got a low-cal chimichurri here. It originates from Argentina, good on any meat. I cook it, I put it on steak quite a bit. You can even use it as a taco seasoner if you wanted to like put it on top of your taco or something like that. But right now, we're just gonna save it for the chicken. All right, looks like our corn is possibly done. So let me grab some tongs here and just get that right out of there. See, that looks nice. And it's still kind of firm. It's not mushy at all. So what's gonna happen now is we are going to just let that cool down for a second, and then I'm gonna cut all the corn off to make the corn salad. I think one of the reasons why I was like doing this corn salad is because both my daughters had braces and neither one of them could eat corn, and I was like, had to cut the corn off all the time, and I'm like, hey, wait. I remember this. This is kind of a nice way to eat corn. Doesn't get stuck in your teeth. Chimichurri is a stuck in your teeth kind of dish too. So if you're eating it with a friend, that's the way to go because that cilantro might stick around. You have to ask, hey friend, do I have anything in my teeth? <laughs> Can't be on a date or anything like that, you know, a, a new date. All right, so we're gonna crank the potatoes up. We just wanna get a little crisp on them. We have the chicken cooking in the oven. I've seared it on both sides. I've popped it in the oven at 350. It's probably gonna take about 20, 25 minutes to reach 165. We're gonna pull that out. We're gonna let it rest for a minute and then we're gonna slice it up. We are gonna put it on top of the potatoes and then we are going to make the corn salad. I'm going to pop the corn under some cold water while we take a quick break. When we return, it is a Mexican corn salad that I really think you're gonna like a lot. So stick around.
we've got chicken in the oven. We're making a corn salad. This is going to be a nice light dinner for you and your family. I think the chicken is all done. So it's in the cast iron pan. I've had it in the oven at 350 for maybe about 20 minutes or so. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to pull it out of the cast iron pan so that it doesn't cook any more than it already is going to. These are massive chicken breasts. I, I think that can feed a family of three to four. Okay, so now we're just gonna kind of take all the corn off. I don't know why, but I really like doing this. <laughs> and look at how fresh and poppy, for lack of a better word, this corn is. All right, so I have the corn. I also have romaine, and I'm just going to put the corn, and I cooled the corn down under cold water. You blanch it, you boil it, and then you put it in cold water. It keeps that beautiful color. All right, I like spice and I like jalapeno spice. We're gonna make it nice and spicy with the seeds and the stems, a raw jalapeno, which I like as well. And then we're gonna put that in there. So we've got, uh, we have romaine, we have fresh corn, we have a little bit of jalapeno, and then a mixture of mayonnaise, Parmesan cheese, lime juice, chili powder, and a little bit of olive oil. So I've made that up. So here we go, we have our salad. I'm gonna move it over to our platter because we've got the chicken waiting there, which I'm gonna slice. We're gonna do, put the salad, and see, maybe this is a good way to do it because now the corn's on the bottom, so if I serve it like this, like all the lettuce is on top, this salad is delicious. You will absolutely love it. Now I think we're getting ready to slice the chicken, so we're gonna kinda do our grand finale in just a moment. We're making grilled chicken breast, corn salad. We've got most of it made. I'm gonna take a quick break, wash my hands, clean this place up a little bit, and then show you how it's done when we're done. back. I got to get Maddie Evans in the kitchen. Maddie, how you doing? I'm so good. I'm so excited to try this right now, though. Okay, good. I have a piece of chicken there for you. I hear you're a big fan of chicken, so I, give it a bite. Right, I cooked see. it in the oven, and it has to have a little bit of moisture, which it was pretty It was, it was pretty juicy when I was cooking it. So there you go. Tell me, does it have some moisture in it? Mm -hmm. Is it pretty good? Mm -hmm. Did you get a little bit of the corn salad in there, mm -hmm. too? Oh, oh my yeah, gosh. She likes it. That chicken is amazing. It's good. That's how you cook it. You see it up you finish it in the oven you can do that with any meat that you have we will have all the recipes online we've got fingerling potatoes have a little more how's it going you're oh back gosh. on tv i'm back it's amazing but i you can't talk to me now because i'm gonna stuff my face okay so we've got the corn salad this is a perfect summer dish it's healthy it's high in protein it's low in calories and it's going to taste good if you'd like to make it for your family or even for a party like mm -hmm. you could do this on a platter for a party i'm tracy miller that's maddie evans this is <laughs> Colorful cooking. Thanks for watching. Good morning, Vale. All right, everybody, welcome back to Good Morning Vale. Tracy cooking in the kitchen, some chicken. Uh, it's good to see that. Here's a look from uh, the deck at El Segundo which is uh, right down here on the Gore Creek Promenade. Off in the distance, you can see the pedestrian bridge and the international bridge with the flags. And uh, we just left the uh, cover bridge, which is upstream, just about 150, 200 yards. See some sunshine out here towards the west, some high clouds, some blue skies. Uh, that's what's gonna be on tap for a good part of the day today. We are gonna see that wind pick up dramatically in front of a 
pretty good-sized cold front that's going to come into Eagle County over the next few days. Here's a look at your forecast for your Tuesday. Uh, we're going to see 41 degrees to start first thing this morning. It is mild around Vail, and there's not much of a breeze, uh, but we'll see that shift later on. Bright sunshine at some point today, partly cloudy skies with a high in Vail of about 57 degrees, so almost 60 degrees. But that wind at 20 to 30 miles per hour out of the southwest is going to make it feel dramatically cooler. So uh, just make sure you're bundled up a little bit and you're wearing your sun protection also. Your hourly forecast for Vail, 41 to start, 50 around noon, 52 around 4 p.m. That high temperature will be coming between uh, probably 1, 2, 3 o'clock right in that area. 47, 8 o'clock this evening. And we'll see partly cloudy to mostly sunny skies throughout the daytime with that wind picking up into the afternoon hours. For Denver today, 76 degrees for that high temperature, so close to 80 once again along the front range. Partly cloudy skies down there. For Vail, 57. For Avon, we're going to see a high of 60. And then for Eagle, a high of 65. And once again, that sunshine all around Eagle County. This evening, the wind will continue 15 to 25 miles per hour. We're going to see some scattered snow showers, mostly cloudy skies with a 40% chance of snow with a low of about, oh, 24 degrees this evening. And then jumping ahead for that five-day, uh, for Wednesday, 40 degrees for the high temperature with a 60% chance of snow showers, a low of about 15 degrees. So winter is returning once again. Thursday, 34 degrees for the high temperature, 50% chance of snow showers. For Friday, 35 degrees for the high temperature with a 40% chance of snow showers. 42 for Saturday with a 20% chance of snow showers, but that sunshine may swing back around by uh, Saturday afternoon. Then Sunday, 51 for a high, mostly sunny skies. But uh, we're back in the thralls of winter, everybody, for a few more days. Once again, that weather report brought to you by Sun and Ski Sports, located right in the heart of Avon. If you need anything for your entire family, indoor, outdoor adventures, every day of the year, swing by and say hello to them. All right, so we're looking at kind of partly cloudy skies, some blue skies out here. I think uh, we're going to see this for the weather for your visibility for most of the day. And Maddie's got a, a, a report coming up next. It's called the Lens of the Day Report, and it's all about the proper lens to use in your goggles so you can see best when you're up on the hill skiing and snowboarding. Let's check in with Maddie next. Lens of the Day is brought to you by Eyepieces of Vail and Goggle Bar, serving the Vail Valley for over 30 years. If you're making your way out there today to ski or ride, well then it's really important that you can see so you can ski and ride to the best of your abilities. Now, like Mark said, we are expecting that beautiful sunshine first thing this morning, those bluebird skies. So right now I've got the Anon M2 series in front of me. The reason that I chose this goggle lens for a day like today is because it's such an easy change lens system. So all you have to do is get that goggle lens close. It snaps right into place, meaning that when you're on the chairlift, that cloud coverage rolls in pretty heavy. Maybe we start to to see those wind gusts, it's blowing some snow, and the visibility is just decreasing a little bit. But then it's super easy to have your other goggle lens in your pocket with you, and that way you can just snap it right in and easily change your goggle lens. Now, something else that we love about the Anon series is when you're out there on a day like today, it is going to be warm, it's going to be sunny, but we are expecting those strong wind gusts throughout the course of today. Well, then you have a really nice magnetic face mask integration system that goes through 
out the goggle and all you have to do to get that face mask up is get it close to the goggle. It snaps right into place, meaning that your face will be nice and protected from not only the wind, but also from that sun as well, especially if you're someone who maybe forgets to layer up your sunscreen a lot. So all you have to do, get that goggle lens close, snap it right into place, and then that face mask snaps right in as well. Now these goggles are available at eyepieces availed. They've got six convenient locations throughout our community. They've got one at the top of Bridge Street, one in the Solaris Plaza, one in the Sun and Alp Hotel, one in Lion's Head. Then they've got one in Beaver Creek, which is newly remodeled, and it's beautiful. And then they've got one over in Edwards. So make sure that you go check them out. And they've got some great deals happen happening right now. We're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we've got more of the show, so stay tuned. Welcome back to Good Morning Vale. Now we love our police department here in our community because they do such a good job at making sure that our community is safe, serve, and protected. And so I've got Officer Mark Coe from the Vale Police Department joining me on the couch first thing this morning. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. I love when you guys come in only because I feel like you answer so many questions that I have before, during interviews, and so you guys just really do a great job here for our community. Well, thank you. We try to. We try to be out there in the community and talking to people, be man of the people, and, you know, do our best. Well, and you do great events, too, so that when people do have a lot of questions and they do need things answered and maybe they don't want to come to the police station because right. sometimes it's a little intimidating, yes. they can come and do things like Coffee with a Cop. Yes, we do have lots of events. I think it's, we're pretty lucky in the town where we get to police. We do get more of that small-town feel. Um, we get to be very present where we're meeting people, and we have lots of visitors every week, so it's always new people in town. But uh, it is fun. It's fun for us. We, like, we enjoy doing it. Well, and you guys do such a good job, and so we were talking a little bit off camera because we just had Beaver Creek's closing day, which means that it's rowdy. There's a large party happening. Yes. Now, Vail's closing day is coming up, and something that you guys are really pushing is not to drive under the influence. Yeah, so it, it's like this all year, but certainly special events like Sunday, closing day. People like to have a lot of fun. Um, it's very normal to want to have a good time. We want everybody to have a good time, but we want people to be safe, and part of that is not driving while impaired, not driving under the influence, um, using buses, taxis, uh, sober friends, anything like that. Uh, we are out. We have a DUI task force countywide. So we are constantly looking for impaired drivers. Uh, our job is to keep the roads safe. Um, lots of officers in our department specifically are very passionate about the subject. Um, so yes, we would like to encourage everybody not to take the chance. Don't meet us under a bad situation where you're an impaired driver. Uh, we'd rather talk to you just out walking through the village or on the slopes than, you know, driving behind uh, the wheel of, you know, a uh, vehicle when you're not supposed to be. Which is so important. And you guys do such an incredible job of making sure that you're spread throughout the town, too. That way there's no bad incidents throughout Vale Village because sometimes people get a little bit rowdy and we've seen some kind of wild things over the course of this winter. Yeah, we were, uh, we, it's been a pretty exciting winter for sure. Um, lots of people out and, and we do see the shenanigans from time to time. I would tell you most people on the whole are really good people and are just here to have a good time. Uh, with that, they're obviously, they're, it's fun. It's a place to vacation. It's a, a place right. to have a good time. And we understand that people like to cut loose and and uh, enjoy themselves and nothing wrong with that but just be responsible about it and uh, yeah we'll look out for each other. 
Which I love, and that's one of the best parts, especially because we've seen a lot of, unfortunately, skis stolen this year, but you guys have cameras everywhere, so you can use those cameras to help identify people, help people try and find their skis again, and that's crucial, and especially as we're approaching bike season. Yes, so uh, you bring up a good point with the skis and the bike, and you know I think the biggest advice we can give as a police department is be vigilant. Everybody feels very safe coming to a small town like Vail, and, and you should, it's, it is a very safe place. But with that, it's also a target of opportunity for people who are looking to do bad things. Um, we would like to just encourage people, you know, keep an eye on stuff. You know, if you set your skis down, a lot of times it is, it's a case of mistaken identity. Um, but there are times where there are bad actors who are doing things that are you know, not supposed to be doing. Um, and so just be vigilant. Just understand that you still, you know, things are still possible, even though we're in a small town and, uh, you know, we'd like to, we like to be there and help, but, you know, we can't be everywhere at the same time. Right. And we do have cameras, but it's not, you know, it's not a hundred percent where we're going to see everybody all the time. So do your best to be vigilant as well. And of course, now that the snow is starting to melt, we're going to start to see a lot more animals out and about. And yeah. sometimes they come down into Vail Village. And so if people maybe stumble across like a bear or yeah. a mountain lion, <laughs> what should they do? Uh, ideally, they'll call us. They will not approach the animal. Um, I understand, especially when you're from a place where it's not quite as rural and you don't see things like this every day. It's very exciting to see animals in, in the wild or in, in a different habitat. But uh, don't approach the animals. Uh, call us and uh, let them just do their thing. They're very used to living here. They're not, you know, it's not strange to them to see people or even approach the highway. Um, you know, one thing specifically on the highway, a lot of cars like to stop or take pictures. Yes. Um, and we have to just be, you know, sure not to disrupt them. They live here. Um, we will want to protect them and we do want to not approach them and uh, not mess with them at all. Because we've started to see a lot of big horned sheep in that yep. Eastvale area and just leave them alone. Yes. Let them eat their food and <laughs> yeah. hang out and be friends with everything around them. Now, we're also getting into construction season, which the laws kind of change on the roads around construction season only because there are workers on the road. And yes. so it's really important that people are smart about that as well. Yes. Yeah, so um, speed limits change. Uh, oftentimes we go down to one lane. Um, it's, it's really about, you know, what I always tell people when I talk to them on, on traffic stops or anywhere, just slow down. It, it, I understand everybody has somewhere to go. Um, they want to get there in a hurry. I, I understand that. But none of that is worth the downside if an accident happens. And so, you know, a lot of times we're going down to one lane, we're going down to 35 miles an hour in certain spots. Um, and there are people out there on that road doing the work. So we want to protect them. We want everybody to be safe. It'll change your life if you hit somebody. It's not worth it. So just, just take a moment and slow down. Give yourself that extra travel time. We talk about it a lot here, and especially yeah. because we are in that freeze-thaw cycle where things are thawing throughout the day, freezing overnight with these cooler temperatures. Yeah. And so people need to give themselves that extra travel time to just be safe on the roads. Exactly. And I always tell people, you know, you thought you were going to get there so, there so quick, and all of a sudden you have to talk to me for 15 minutes, and it, it didn't really help. So just slow down, you know, plan a few minutes early, and uh, you'll be okay. Yeah, don't be late. <laughs> I'm a, the worst at always being late. And then I'm like, I'm not going to speed because I'm so scared. <laughs> and then I'm like, I'm just going to have to accept my fate of being late. Right. And that's the consequence of my own decision. Yeah, exactly. Just talk to your nice boss and tell me you need a little understanding. It's, or like your friends when you're always late to go see your friends, you know. Yeah. 
I have, a, I have an issue. They always tell me to be there. They're like, yeah, we're having dinner at 6 when we're not having dinner until 6.30 because then I will walk in the door at like... They know how you operate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 6.30. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now, you guys have some other great programs so people can register their skis through you guys yes, too. Yes, skis and bikes. So, And, you know, the big thing with, with those items, uh, when we get a report of stolen bike or stolen skis, um, and let's say it's actually stolen and not a mis, you know, misplaced item or something like that, but one of the first things we always ask for is a serial number. So definitely, I just tell everybody, just take a quick photo. We all keep that stuff on our phones. Have your serial numbers, uh, make, model, that type of stuff. Things we as, uh, as law enforcement officers can actually do something about. If, you know, we, we'll do our best always, but if we have more information, we can do better. Which I think is so important. And then, of course, let's talk a little bit about as people are maybe making their way to Vail for closing day. If you park your car there after 3 and you're just going for the party after the mountain closes, then you can leave your car there so you don't run the risk of getting a DUI. Right. And also, um, something people may not know about, if they call us and say, hey, look, I've had too much to drink, um, we will actually give them a card that says, you know, you're fine to park there. We would so much rather... Uh, help them out, get out of the parking with you know no issues, rather than contact them for impaired driving. So there are always options for uh, somebody that's had too much to drink, and maybe you didn't plan it, and that's okay. Um, we you know there's we can't do it all the time, but we have given people rides home rather than have them drive drunk. So we will go out of our way to not have impaired drivers on the road. Um, but once you know, once you cross that line, there's not much we can do about it. So um, we would just recommend doing everything you can to make sure you have a plan if you're going to drink. I feel like the Vail Police Department does such a good job of breaking the stigma, and people always have this like idea in their brain that police are scary and it's scary to talk to them and it's scary to encounter them and I have had the opportunity to spend so much time with you guys yeah. here on the couch and I swear you guys are the best people in our entire oh, community. So nice. Yeah I mean I, I think you have to realize in law enforcement um, I understand you know sometimes people see the uniform but behind the uniform we're all people Yes. Um, you know, and being able to speak to people, you get to know them. And, and I think that's something that we get a, a chance to do where maybe in a bigger city you don't have as much opportunity. Um, but we take every opportunity. We have people from the community or even just visitors come into the police department and want to say hi. It's, it's amazing to get to talk to people. Um, so, yeah, approach us, say hello. We always do our best to say hi and, and talk to people. And, uh, yeah, we have a good time. I want to thank you so much for coming in here. Yeah, giving thanks for us having me. All this great information. Next time you come in here, we're going to talk roundabouts. Awesome. I look forward to it. <laughs> okay, perfect. All right. Make sure that you check out the Vail Police Department and you see the lineup of activities and events because we do have such a good police department here to keep our community safe. They're all so kind. They're all so loving and they're just doing their job to protect everyone individually. So make sure that you always say hi to them. We're going to take a short break and when we come back, we've got our number two of Good Morning Vail. So stay tuned.
Good morning, everyone, and welcome to our number two of Good Morning Vale. This is a live shot from the village first thing this morning, looking towards Checkpoint Charlie and the International Bridge. You can see that sun has made its way out. It is going to be beautiful first thing this morning into the early afternoon before we start to see those strong wind gusts coming through. If you're just tuning in, well, then welcome to TV8's Good Morning Vale. I'm your in-studio host today, Maddie Evans, and we've got the one and only Mark Sassy running around Vale Village, bringing us some great information about the rivers, about closing day, and just about the fun that's to be had out and about in Vail throughout the course of the next week before they start to close. Now we just had the Vail Police Department in talking about some of the great things that they are doing for our community and some of the great things that they're doing to keep you safe, which is crucial to everyone here in our community because we love to see everyone be nice and safe out there. Now let's talk about some of the great things that you can get out there and enjoy throughout the course of today. You can go do a donation-based guided meditation with Anahata Yoga. And so what this does is you'll go, you'll donate some money because it's going to go to a wonderful cause, the Heart Foundation, which helps give yoga to people who maybe won't have the opportunity. So this is a great way to just get everyone involved in yoga. But then, of course, it is a guided meditation, so it will help you get nice and relaxed. Now, if you've not been to Anahata, it's located over in Mintern, and it's an absolutely beautiful facility, so we always highly recommend that you go check out all of these hidden gems that we have throughout our wonderful community. Now, if you're looking for something else, up at All Points North Lodge, there is a free training, and this training is going to help prevent suicide throughout our community. It's going to help you become a better listener. It's going to help you kind of understand a little bit more and how you can help people in the situation of maybe being a little bit overwhelmed. And so this is just a great opportunity to get out there. You can go to eventbrightvale.com. That way you can find all of the wonderful events that are taking place in and around our community. Now this is free and you can go online to register. And this is just a great way to, to really expand your communication horizons. Now if you're looking for something else to do later tonight, well then you can make your way over to the Eagle Valley Library District for their free creative writing class. And I don't know about you, but I feel like anytime you're inspired to write you should definitely do so and if you're looking for some inspiration to write well then this is a great way to do so as well this is taking place at the Avon Public Library from 5 30 p.m. to 7 30 p.m. and this is a great way to get out and about now let's make our way over to Vail and talk about something that you can do over there you can make your way to Chasing Rabbits one of the newest bars in downtown Vail where you can enjoy it's in the Solaris Plaza where you can enjoy some fun bingo tonight this is taking place in the rabbit hole which is the arcade section of this three-part bar and restaurant now food and drinks are going to be available this starts at 6 p.m. and it goes until 8 p.m. and so this is a fun way to get out there tonight now we are starting a new thing where we're talking all things bread so let's take a look at what the bread of the day is Now, we do love bread because it is so delicious, and Amaza does such a good job of creating this delicious bread. So the bread of today is seeded rye bread, and you can go buy a delicious loaf of the seeded rye at Knapp Harvest in Eagle, and it's on Sylvan Lake Road. You're not going to want to miss this because they're going to change the breads daily. So they always have a daily sourdough that you can enjoy, but today's bread of the day is that seeded rye. So if you're looking to make some delicious sandwiches, well, then we highly recommend you make your way down to 
Nap Harvest. We want to thank them and Amaza for bringing you this wonderful bread of the day. Now you can see the lineup throughout the rest of the week and we'll continue to talk about them. But get down there, get that seeded rye bread. It's only $10 to enjoy a loaf of it. Now we're going to take it over to Mark who's running around Vale and we're going to see what fun he is up to first thing this morning. Guys, uh, welcome back to Good Morning Vale. Sun is out here now in Vale. I'm up on the deck on the roof pool area at the Sitzmark Lodge. I know that sun is bright. I'll give you a quick look, though. That's Gore Creek Drive. Gore Such Peppy is the Gore Range. That is the, the main artery running through Vale. And then behind us, Maddie showed you that shot before of Checkpoint Charlie right here. Uh, and this is all part of the lodge and the lodge tower area. A lot of shopping around here. But this is the Sitzmark Lodge. Great place right in the heart of the village. Let's take a look at your weather for the day as you can see cloud cover and blue skies this is what's going to be on tap for a good part of the day that sun will be out um, throughout the daytime it's going to warm up nicely we'll see 41 to start first thing this morning that high temperature close to 60 degrees in Vail so a little bit warmer to the west um, definitely around 60 degrees and 65 degrees towards Avon and Eagle partly cloudy skies today we'll see that wind pick up though be advised there's a wind advisory 20 to 30 miles per hour out of the southwest, so it's going to make the temperatures feel a little bit colder. And um, just be prepared for it. Just uh, use some caution when you're up on the hill because those wind gusts will surprise you. Your hourly forecast, 41 at 8 o'clock this morning, 50 around noon, 57 probably 2 to 3 o'clock in the afternoon, 52 around 4 p.m. And sunshine mixed with some cloud cover on and off throughout the daytime, and the winds will pick up later on today. Denver close to 80 degrees today, partly cloudy skies down there, 57 for Vail, 60 for Avon, and then 65 degrees for that high temperature to the west, about a half an hour towards Eagle and Gypsum. Tonight we'll see the wind continue, continue about 15 to 25 miles per hour, 40% uh, chance of, believe it or not, more snow shower activity with a low of 24 degrees. And now as we gander at that five-day, Wednesday through Sunday, evening lows in the mid to upper teens until Sunday, Daytime highs really going to hover around the upper 40s, I mean upper 30s, low 40s, really all the way through Saturday until Sunday when the sunshine returns. But we have uh, some more snow coming our way possibly. 60% chance for Wednesday, 50% chance for snow on Thursday, a 40% chance for snow on Friday, and then a 20% chance for snow on Saturday. And then for Vail's closing day on Sunday, we'll have that sunshine return. So a sunny closing day to wrap up the 22-23 ski and snowboard season for Vail. Beaver Creek closed a few days ago and Arrowhead closed about a week and a half ago. That's a look at your weather once again brought to you by Sun and Ski. We're going to take it to Maddie now. She's going to give you the updates on Vail Mountain, let you know how much terrain is open, still available until closing day with our resort report. This resort report is brought to you by Sun and Ski Sports, your new mountain sports headquarters. Thanks, Mark, for that wonderful weather report first thing this morning. I'm excited to see that sunshine a little bit, but we are going to expect to see those conditions stay nice and wonderful up on Vail Mountain. No new snow in the last 24 to 48 hours. That season total is at 345 inches right now, and we're about to see this number grow as we've got a nice storm front moving in. We've got a 64-inch base depth still remaining, and so this late in the season, we normally start to see that number dwindle quite a bit. Well, not this year because we've had 
so much now. If you're getting out there to ski or ride, you can start your morning at 8.30 a.m. and you can do so until 4 p.m. for you to enjoy the mountain. Now, as we take a look to see what terrain is open, 12 lifts are currently spinning, 210 trails are open, and 76% of that terrain is open for you to explore on Vail Mountain. Now, Blue Sky Basin is currently closed, but you can still get out and explore so many under other wonderful parts of the mountain, especially because we are going to see that snow come our way starting tomorrow and even this evening. And so it's going to be a great time to get out there and enjoy everything that Vail Mountain has to offer. Now, if you are starting to stick to the snow just a little bit, then we highly recommend that you go get your skis or your board nice and tuned for the remainder of the season since we have a few days left for you to get out there and enjoy. Sun and Ski Sports is a great place to go, especially because they're located right here in the heart of Avon. The parking is convenient and they've got a quick turnaround service on all of your gear, so make sure that you go check them out. We want to thank them for bringing you this resort report first thing this morning. We're going to take a short break and when we come back, we've got more. Good morning, Vale. Welcome back to Good Morning Vale. Now, there's a great show that you can tune into with your children at home, and it's called Coco Melon. And there's a great way that it can bring so many routines into your life, help introduce those things that are sometimes hard to convince the kiddos at home to do, like brushing your teeth. And so we had a chance to catch up with one of the fabulous people from the Coco Melon team. We're going to introduce you to them right now. New Year's means new routines, and especially if you have those little ones at home, there's a great show to help you help your little ones develop those routines, and that's Coco Melon. And I've got Liliana Vasquez joining me, and she has been a force in the TV industry, but you are one who really likes Coco Melon to help with your routines at home. I do. I am a new mom. I'm a first-time mom. Um, I have an 18-month-old, so we are deep in the Coco Melon world, and I have loved it because it's not only a great way for him to learn numbers and sounds and colors, but it's also an amazing opportunity for us to teach and play as a family. We watch it together. We sing the songs in the car together, and I love the Coco Melon community, and we just did an amazing study that found that 74% of parents think that establishing routines with their kids can feel like a battle. I am part of that 74%. <laughs> so I'm so excited to share some of the insight that we found in this amazing study. So let's talk, talk about some of this insight because the statistics behind the help and really the structure that Coco Melon helps form are so prevalent and so there that it's really incredible to see these statistics. It really is, you know, when you think about this, 73% of parents think that their kids can actually learn good habits from characters on TV shows. And more than half of parents actually use songs and nursery rhymes as a tool to help children follow these really good routines. And thanks to Coco Melon and anyone that's ever watched it, there is a song and an episode for every single routine, even the really hard ones like bedtime and bath time. And parents with kids who actually watch Coco Melon are not only more likely to implement successful routines with their children, like brushing your teeth and bath time, but also follow more of them than those that don't watch Coco Melon. So if you are a parent and you are struggling with any of these, if you start listening to these Coco Melon songs, like Bath Song, which is a massive favorite among parents, 
I promise it makes things so much easier. And Cocomelon parents agree with me. They think that bath is actually one of the easiest routines in their household versus parents that don't watch bath song or listen to bath song. They think that can actually be one of the more challenging routines. So starting routines with your children, teaching them the songs, teaching them the lyrics can really help set you up for success. Now, there are a lot of shows out there like this that are structured to help kids kind of create those routines and learn. What do you think makes Coco Melon stand out so much from the other ones? Absolutely. Well, great question. I think for me, it's watching my child be able to learn what he's hearing and learn about what he's seeing. It's the colors. It's the tone. It's the inflection. It's the pacing of the show. I mean, I'm somebody that works in television. I know how important pacing is. And this show is really designed to help preschoolers learn. And that's what I love about it. So whether you're listening to the songs or reading the books, the characters are so engaging. They're made simple so that your children can really connect with them. And I think that's what makes Coco Melon so different. And obviously the fact that it's about this opportunity to teach and play as a family and co-watch these shows together or co-learn through the books and reading, it's an amazing opportunity to build, you know, quality time as a family. And I think that's what makes Coco Melon so different. Now, you've talked so much about your personal experience and how this has helped you. Now, what's the number one trick that Coco Melon has really helped you and kind of that little routine that you guys have needed except for the bath time one? Great question. So brushing teeth. I have a toddler who does not like to brush his teeth. I took him to the dentist and she was like, mom, you got to work on it. So what did I do? I literally put on a Cocomelon episode. This is the way we brush our teeth, brush our teeth, is the song that we sing over and over again. And I'm not saying that it has made my child love to brush his teeth because he's difficult and he can have an opinion, but it has made it so much easier. Something about me singing the song takes his mind off of me literally brushing his teeth. And then the best is he's trying to sing it while I'm brushing his teeth and it extends the routine, but I guarantee you, my child is gonna go back and visit the dentist and she's gonna be so impressed with the quality of his teeth because we have made toothbrushing so much easier just by listening to This Is The Way. I think that's so incredible and what a great way to build core memories, not only for him as he grows into these routines that are probably going to stick with him with the songs and everything, but a great way for you to build those core memories to hold on to with your child as well. Absolutely. You know, routines can be hard. And I know that at the end of the day, parents are tired, kids are tired. So we want to bring as much goodwill and positivity into these hard routines. And that's an easy thing to do is to establish these routines with these awesome Coco Melon songs. Now, if people are interested in getting involved in the Coco Melon community to help use it to build child routines at their home, what's the best way for them to find it? Oh my gosh, my favorite way to connect with other parents is via Coco Melon's Instagram or TikTok. There is a community of parents and kids waiting there for you that are like-minded with tons of hacks and tips for really establishing routines and just building a better structure in your own family. And now if people are interested in streaming Coco Melon, where can they find it to stream it? Um, you can find it on YouTube. Which makes it nice and convenient and easy, especially if you're always on the go. And that way you can put it on in the car if you need to. Absolutely. You can find Coco Melon pretty much everywhere at this point. Liliana, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us. And thank you for being so genuine and transparent through your 
parenting journeys. I know that there are some struggles when it comes to this, and so we just want to say that we see you and we appreciate all that you do. Oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Make sure that if you have a child at home and you're looking to build those routines in a way where it's positive and fun that you check out Coco Melon because it's going to be one of those things that's definitely going to help you improve those bedtime routines, those bath time routines, or those brushing your teeth routines. We're going to take a short break and when we come back we've got more of the show so stay tuned. Hey, welcome back to the show. I've got another little uh, mini fly fishing report for you. Upstream of the cover bridge, um, you can see Gore Creek once again flowing nice and peaceful. Clarity levels in the river, as you can see, still pretty good. Uh, we're going to see this shift dramatically, obviously, when it gets really warm. Snow levels come up. But one of my guides, Tom Rushlow, senior guide uh, with Minturn Anglers, took some clients out yesterday. I got a couple pictures to share with you of some of the action they had on the river. You can see uh, some happy clients holding some nice fish. Those fish are actively feeding as we speak. So um, as the day warms up, water temperatures will warm up just a little bit, more bugs will be available, and the fishing gets really good. Uh, but I wanna also mention that uh, this time of the year um, is when the rainbow trout spawn. So uh, during the course of the springtime, the males and the female trout will, will find spots in the local rivers that aren't really rocky in the river bottom. They, they clean it off, expose all the, the gravel, uh, and then the male will open up an area in that gravel. The female will lay the eggs, then the male will do his thing, and then the two, as a couple, will protect the eggs. So you want to avoid these spawning areas. Now, when Tom was fishing yesterday, he got a photograph of a gentleman. We don't know who, quite who it is, um, but I'll show you the photo right now. And he was fishing on the Eagle River, um, just west of Edwards, a pl place called I-70 Hole, which is a very well-known spawning area for the brown trout in the fall and the rainbow trout in the spring. And you can see where I drew those circles on the river right side of that area. There's little gravel areas, and you can kind of see that they're a little lighter colored. Maybe you can, maybe you can't, but those are the spawning beds. And I think this guy wasn't too aware that the fish were spawning. He just saw fish and automatically started casting to them. During the spawn, though, the rainbow trout won't feed because they're too preoccupied with protecting their brood. Um, but fishing downstream from spawning beds, um, further downstream, the other fish will hang out below and feed on the eggs. But please try to avoid those areas. So if you see these areas that look cleaned off little circles and you see a couple of fish on them, try to avoid them for the next month or so. That would be spectacular. Um, but fishing is good right now. So if you guys want to go out and get on the river, go for a float trip or a weight trip, give us a call at the fly shop at Minturn Anglers. I'll be headed there in just a little bit. Uh, another thing I want to mention real quick, um, a little bit of a shift. Maddie had a chance to speak with uh, uh, Phoenix, Arizona, the college there. And we're seeing a lot more people kind of educating themselves, doing online classes and online schooling. Maddie had a chance to catch up with the people from Phoenix and find out more about what their programs are all about. Let's take a look. It's not every day we get the opportunity to chat with people who are really in the know about a lot of things that are taking place with the workforce right now and how not only employees but employers are feeling. And so we're very lucky to be joined by Raghu Krishnaya this morning. 
Thank you, Agu, for meeting with us and taking the time to chat with us. You have a very large role at the University of Phoenix. Well, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me on. And for people who don't know about the University of Phoenix, can you give us a little bit of information? Yeah, absolutely. So University of Phoenix provides a number of learning and career support opportunities to help everyone try to figure out what to do next in their career journey and to help them take that next step. We're primarily an online learning institution. And so people can take their learning anytime they want, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and, and attend school and, and, and learn and develop new skills. And not only can people get their master's degree through you guys, but they can also get certificates in some areas that they're really interested in. Yeah, we provide a master's, bachelor's, and even doctoral degrees in a variety of fields from healthcare to technology to business. Which is really cool. And so we're talking about kind of workers, employees, employers. And so right now, why aren't workers feeling very optimistic about their career trajectories? So, Matty, we did a survey recently, uh, several thousand employees around the country and several hundred employers as well. And we asked this question about their, their level of optimism about the future of their careers. And on one hand, 80% felt that in the long-term perspective, they were very optimistic about their future. But in the near term, a significant portion said they, they were not as optimistic. 52% of Americans said they felt that they were replaceable in their job, and about 40% were worried about losing their jobs. And underlying all this is Americans felt that they did not have the skills they needed to be competitive in the market today and for the jobs coming up in the future. So how can employers ensure that they're helping their workers gain new skills constantly? Yeah, research showed a number of different ways employers can help. And what was really fascinating, it said that 68% of employees felt that if their employer provided the skills training for them, they would want to stay with their employer and continue to work and, and be, a, you know, be, be part of that organization for a long term. So I think employers can do a lot to help create these opportunities for employees, different ways in, in, to learn both on the job as well as outside of the job through formal training programs such as what the University of Phoenix provides. So having these opportunities available, making it so they can take it online anytime is, is, a, is a big first step they can take. I think the second thing that they should, all employers can help with is when an employee takes advantage of the learning and, and shows that they've completed it and demonstrated their capabilities, employers can actively help their employees find new roles in the companies that fit the employee's desires and needs and helps the employees move and take that next big step they want to take. And how can employees take these steps to ensure long-term success throughout their careers? That's a great question. You know, employees in many ways are equally responsible as employers to make sure that they get the skills that they need and the skills that they want to move forward. I encourage every employee to think about learning as something you do as part of your job, not something just separate from your job, but something that you do and think about and develop and, and build every day. And you could get this learning at work, you can get outside of work, but I encourage them always just to always think about learning, continue to do so. The second thing I always encourage all employees to do is never stop building your network. Your network's critical for you. And so always look for ways to continue to meet new people and, and learn new things from, from your network. And third, find a mentor. Find somebody you can trust who can be a, a, a guide for you and really a sounding board as you think about taking the next step. And how can people find out more information on all of the programs and classes that you guys have to offer? Yeah, please visit phoenix.edu to find out about all that University of Phoenix has to offer. And for more on the research I shared, please visit phoenix.edu slash career-institute. 
Raghu, thank you so much for taking the time to give us all of this great information and making it so accessible for people to join and further their education anytime, any place, 24 hours a day. Thank you, Maddie. It's a pleasure speaking with you. Make sure that you check out Phoenix University. It's a great place for you to expand your skills and maybe take on some new ones to help you feel more secure in your workforce. We're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we've got more of the show. Everybody, welcome back to Good Morning Vale. First thing this morning, this is going to be your, your bus stop forecast right here in the heart of the village, uh, right at the base of the transportation center where the buses come and go. Right over there is the covered bridge, and you can see Vale Mountain off in the distance. Warming up nicely here first thing today. We're going to see temperatures midday getting to be about 57 degrees for the high temperature, kind of right where I'm standing right here in Vale Village. It's going to be a spectacular day. Partly cloudy skies, we are gonna see a shift as the wind picks up later on this afternoon. Partly cloudy skies today, but windy this afternoon, 20 to 30 miles per hour coming out of the south, southwest um, as it pushes in the next cold front, which is right around the corner, knocking on the doors to the middle of the week. Um, for Vail today, by the hour, we're gonna see obviously the 40s to start, 50s around noon. We'll stay in the 50s, upper 50s by two to three o'clock in the afternoon hour, dropping to about 47 tonight at eight o'clock. So a mild day, partly cloudy skies. We'll see the sunshine out on and off throughout the daytime. Um, and then uh, the wind will pick up mid-afternoon. So kind of plan that into your day. For Denver today, close to 80 degrees. So a nice warm day in Denver. A lot of sunshine there. 57 for Vail, 60 for Avon, 65 for Eagle. And then this evening, 24 degrees for that low temperature in Vail. 40% chance of snow showers that wind will continue 15 to 25 miles per hour. And then that five-day forecast, this is what we're looking at now for Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and even Saturday. Anywhere from a 60 to a 50 to a 40 to a 20% chance of snow showers over the next four or five days. Temperatures during the daytime, mid to upper 30s for the most part, low 40s for Wednesday and Saturday. Um, evening lows in the mid-teens. So it's definitely going to be... a uh, uh, another little quick little visit from from Mr. Winter before springtime returns once again by closing day on Sunday. It's going to be 51 degrees for closing day in Vail, mostly sunny skies. All right, that's a look at your weather. Now let's uh, go for a little adventure over that way. There's a great store called the Squash Blossom, a beautiful, beautiful jewelry store right on Gore Creek Drive. Maddie had a chance to uh, check in with the crew over there last year. They had some great stuff they're going to present. And this year, once again, they're going to be open for business like they always are. It's called the Squash Blossom. Let's take a look. If you're in Vail and you're looking for a new piece of jewelry to upgrade your wardrobe like Hillary has done so nicely to me today, then you need to come into Squash Blossom. And I'm standing here with one of the great owners, Hillary. Hillary, thank you so much for meeting us. Thanks for having me. Uh, I mean, I cannot believe how much my confidence has lifted since we've come in here. And I've been like, look at this beautiful, like, creation that you've placed on me. Yes. And this is over 10 carats of diamonds. And the great thing about this necklace is it moves. So Maddie, if you were going out for an evening and had like an open back, think about taking this around the back. And spinning and it. And spinning it. And then you have like a little choker situation. But then in the back, you got to turn around and get this. See? Look how sexy that is. 
Well, just like, one necklace can just add your boost your confidence, but then just add so much to your outfit. Right, and it does so much. And a little black dress with this is perfect for wedding season, which is yes. here. And getting out there and just feeling like your most graceful self, really. Right, and also just with a white t-shirt. I think people always underestimate, like, well, I have nowhere to wear this fancy jewelry to. I'm like, just wear it with a cool t-shirt and go to a Bravo event. Right, and speaking of cool t-shirts, you've got a cool t-shirt on, and then you've got some fabulous jewelry, and the stone that's in the flower is breathtaking. I mean, look at this combination. So this is Irene New Earth. It's actually hand-carved turquoise, wow. and then the center stone is an opal. And that's like such a unique shade of opal. Normally when you think opal, you think lighter stone. That's kind of that lavendery tone, which you don't find very often. No, so there's different kinds of opal. This is a black opal, which you'll get the darker tone too. And so you guys have recently, in the last few years, taken over Squash Blossom and you've given it a total facelift, brought in a lot of new jewelry and brought in a lot of different styles of jewelry. Yes, so we took it over, I guess, two plus years ago. We just finished a remodel. You know, just want to keep it fresh and revamped, bring in some new lines. Like we carry uh, Melissa Kay, Carolina Bucci, and Graziella. It's just some fun things that just kind of add to your wardrobe. We still have the classic Gurhan, Todd Reed, um, Mattia that have always been here, but just to add a little freshen up and spice it up. Which it has totally given it a facelift and for the better because when you come in here, not only do you just want to buy everything, but there are so many fun colors and so many pieces that you just don't get to see everywhere else. Yeah, I mean, you know, we just, we love to have fun and so your jewelry should speak through your personality and so that's kind of what we've tried to curate here um, in Vail. And you guys carry everything, so from the gold to the silver to the diamonds, and then bringing in the stones like the black opal and the turquoise, it just brings really the shelves here to life with all the color as well. Yes, and we still carry, like we're known for our Native American, so we have quite the collection of squash blossoms and other turquoise jewelry here. So we, we do have a variety of things. And you've got earrings on right now, and these are so fun. They kind of have that 70s vibe to them, which I absolutely love. They are so fun, and these are available for people to purchase. Yes, this is Irene Newer too. She's my, one of my favorite designers right now. This is Chrysoprase. I just think it's just a fun color to, and just adds something extra little spicy while you're going out, out on the town. Well, you're out on the town, or these are perfect if you've got that little white dress or something that you're wearing and you just need that pop of color that's going to bring the outfit to life. This is going to do that. Yeah. Like I said, jewelry spices it up and you really just something basic on the bottom and add some accessories and it completes the look. So if people are interested in coming in here, not only can they buy what they see here on the shelves, but if they find something that they love, maybe a pendant or something, and they want a different chain than what comes with it, you guys can totally order and customize things as well. Yes, yeah, so we can, and we can actually custom make pieces as well. So if there is something in your jewel box that you're not wearing, like a stone that was passed down from your grandmother or whatever, you can bring it in and we'll custom make it and redesign it into something else. So it's all about wear your jewelry in your jewel box. So bring, your in, bring it in and then we'll do like some custom styling too. I have a promise ring from a boy oh. that I dated when I was in high school. And um, I haven't put it on in like six years. Maybe I should bring it in. It has a beautiful opal stone oh. and let you guys just like yeah. have your way with it. We will redesign it for you, my dear. I would love that because I wear it and I'm like, oh, the shame that I feel <laughs> in this. <laughs>
But that's the great thing about jewelry. Um, it never gets old. It never, you can always reuse it and repurpose it. It's, you know, we're in the business of selling joy and adornment, my father-in-law always said. So it's passed down from generation to generation like nothing else that you buy. Which that makes it really incredible. And it is incredible that you guys are located right here in the heart of Vail Village. So if people are interested in coming shopping, where's your location and what are your hours? We are on Gore Creek Drive, literally across from Sweet Basil, and we are open 10 to 7, Monday through Saturday, and then Sunday, 11 to 6. Which is perfect. The best time to come shopping, I think, is after you go enjoy the farmer's market, and then yeah. you get to wander through the village. You've had your fun in the sun, and now you need to cool down a little bit and also update your wardrobe a little. Update your wardrobe. And we have, since we took over the store, we have a full bar. So we are offering cocktails, sparkling water, Topo Chico, and we have the games on on the weekend if there's golf or whatever. Last weekend, I think it was Formula One. So. so ladies, if you're going shopping with your husband and he gets impatient, bring him here because not only can he sit down, put his feet up and relax and watch whatever he likes, but right. he can also have a drink while doing it. Yeah, it's both the best worlds, right? It makes it perfect, and especially for those who don't like to jewelry shop. But you guys also have a great selection of things for men. I was looking at the cufflinks that you guys yeah. carry earlier and what unique pieces. We have some cool cufflinks. We have some men's bracelets, chains. We even have a watch winder. So, And we also have hats, so we have a fun little hat bar, too, as well. I can never, ever walk in here without trying the hats on, only because I love them so much. I'm, like, still so heartbroken about the pink one being right in between the sizes, but I'm going to make it work somehow. We will. And you know, the summer, speaking of the market, you need to grab your hat first because it's all about sun protection. At least I tell my two year, my boys this today. I'm like, wear your hat mm -hmm. and put on your sunscreen. He's like, why? And I was like, cancer's a real thing. So c come grab a hat, protect your skin. And if people come in, they see something that they've fallen in love with and then they don't buy it and they have buyer's remorse, can they go online? We have it online at squashblossomvale.com. We also have a new system where we can create a wish list. So for the husbands, wives, whatever, that don't know what to get for your birthday or anniversary or special occasion, we will just create a wish list and text it to whoever needs to know and send nice reminders. And so there's no guessing when you're buying a gift. Mom, I hope you're watching and I hope <laughs> that you know that this works for Jed at home. <laughs> yes for anybody. <laughs> Hillary, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us this morning, updating my wardrobe and making me feel very confident and beautiful in these diamonds. Good, you're, you're always welcome to come in, my dear. Thank you for having us. Of course, make sure that you come shopping at Squash Blossom. Whether you just want a simple piece that you can wear all the time or whether you want a stunning, elegant piece that you can wear all the time, but you can dress it up to the nines or you can dress it down. Squash Blossom is your one-stop shop for all your jewelry needs. We're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we've got more of the show. Welcome back to Good Morning Vale. Now, if you missed the update for Scoreboard in the first hour of the show, well, then we're really excited to present it to you again. Now, you can catch Scoreboard updates every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday here on TV8's Good Morning Vale. That way, you can know what's happening with so many of our incredible athletes, and we've got a sports team out there doing some great work with them. So let's take a look at the scoreboard.
This is The Scoreboard and I'm Ben Roof and we're here out at Eagle Valley on a beautiful Saturday morning for the Eagle Valley versus Battle Mountain varsity baseball game. Game is already underway. We're going to catch some highlights and maybe talk to some players after the game. Hope you'll stick with us. We are here in the scoreboard with PJ, the first baseman of the Eagle Valley varsity baseball team and you guys just beat Battle Mountain. How's it feel? Feels great, man. How do you feel like you played? Uh, I hit pretty good. I had, I think I had maybe one error at first, but we bounced back and got the dub. So as you guys were preparing for this big rivalry game, what were you thinking in practice, kind of moving up and getting ready for today? Uh, you know, we were working. We were expecting to face Cooper, so we were working on our hitting, T-drills, stuff like that. Um, yeah, I mean, Cooper's a good pitcher, and we just came out ready to, ready to face him. Do you guys face an 80 mile an hour pitch all that often in the varsity league out here? Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, our last game two days ago, or yeah, two or three days ago against Delta, we had a kid throwing low 80s. So it's not something we're not, it's not foreign, you know. But it you know happens now and then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So when you finish with this game, looking forward to the rest of the week and what you got coming up. What are you looking forward to the most, and what do you think the biggest challenge is going to be coming up this week? Um, yeah, the next coming games, we kind of just need to take the Ws that we can, you know, play our best because if we need, we our, one of our goals this year is to win conference and go to playoffs. And I, de I definitely one of our biggest challenges is going to be Palisade, and that's what we really want to. When you play in Palisade? Uh, on our senior night, it's our it's a double header, so our lat it's like our last. Doubleheader, not our last doubleheader. Our last home game. Gotcha. Yeah. And what are you? I'm a senior. Senior? Yeah. So you've only got a couple months left in school. Yeah. What do you think in moving on beyond school? Uh, I think I'm going to MSU in Bozeman, and I might try to play club ball there. Awesome, awesome. Well, PJ, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us, and look forward to your next game. All right. Thank you. We are here in the scoreboard with Patrick, the pitcher for the Eagle Valley varsity baseball team. And you just finished off Battle Mountain. How does it feel to beat big rival? Feels pretty good. Um, feels awesome. I beat in Valley rivals. The huge crowd today. Does that feel like there was any extra pressure there with all the people in the stands and the parking lot full? A little bit. It, of course, you see them sit, looking towards home. You see everybody. and bigger crowd than I'm used to but well so you got a big game coming up too against Palisade here at the end of the week right uh, Grand Junction Central Grand Palisade's Junction last... Palisade's last game yeah. of the season yep awesome so Grand Junction Central what are you looking forward to preparing in the week up against Grand Junction well looking to work on our hitting it was pretty good today but could we polish it up and our defense could definitely use a little bit of polish but and what about yourself? Is there anything that you think you could have either improved on or anything that you really did well today? I feel like I did a good job pitching, did a good job getting on base, but could work on putting the ball in play just a little more. Totally makes sense. How do you feel like the rest of the team played? I mean, obviously, win. Yeah. Win did well, but how do you feel? feel pretty good. I think the team did awesome. Other than a couple errors in the field, we hit really well, fielded really well, and yeah. So another question for you is, you know, there's a lot of scoring in the first two innings and then pretty much nothing going on after that. Do you think there was anything that you guys really did to kind of help step up that defense? Yeah, we got together as a team and talked a little bit, talked about polishing it up, making making better plays, smarter plays, and paid off. 
Awesome. Well, Patrick, one more time, and thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us, and best of luck in Grand Junction Central. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you, dude. Well, that's it for us here at the Eagle Valley Varsity Baseball game against Battle Mountain with a final score of 7-5 to five with an Eagle Valley victory. I want to say thank you so much to PJ and Patrick for taking the time to talk to us at the end of the game. Now, that's all the time we have for today's update. Don't forget to catch us here next time on The Scoreboard. Let's take one final look at that local weather forecast for today. We are expecting to see those temperatures progressively warm up. 41 degrees around 8 a.m., a high of 57. Now we are expecting partly cloudy skies, but a very strong wind chill coming through. Southwest winds at 20 to 30 miles an hour throughout the course of today. Now as we take a look at Vail by the hour, you can see we are expecting to see that cloud coverage slowly increase, that sun peeking out a little bit into the early afternoon. Then that breeze rolling through nice and heavy as we approach the later afternoon into this evening. Now as we take a look at the I-70 corridor, temperatures down in Denver, slightly warmer, 76 degrees, 57 in Vail, 60 in Avon, 65 in Eagle. So a little bit warmer both out to the east and to the west of us. Now as we take a look at Vail overnight tonight, temperatures are cooling down. 24 degrees is our overnight low, 40% chance of snowfall, mostly cloudy skies. Snow showers are developing throughout the course of this evening. Winds coming out of the west, southwest at 15 to 25 miles an hour. Now as we take a look ahead into the next five days we are expecting to see some more snow come our way starting tomorrow continuing into scattered snow showers on thursday overcast skies slight chance of precipitation by friday lower chance of precipitation on saturday and then mostly sunny skies by sunday with the highs up into the 50s so if you are getting out there throughout the course of the next few days just be prepared for that shift in the weather we want to thank you so much for tuning in to your tuesday edition of good morning Vale. we we love getting to be here for you each and every morning and starting our mornings at 7 a.m. Being here until 9 a.m., that way we can bring you so much information about what's happening here in our community. Get out there and have a great day, everyone. Good morning.